sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Tweet, 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 tweet. Let's all warble like nightingales. Give your throat a treat. Take a time from the bird. Now you all know the word. Hello again out there in Birdland. It's Anson Tebbets along with the... Chip Darmstadt. Your weekend edition of For the Birds into September, which means the migration continues. What are you seeing? Yeah. Oh, wow. Lots, lots of different types of birds or groups of birds migrating right now. Um, lots of warblers, shorebirds, ducks, um, I've been following more online than anything. The, the nighthawk migration looks like it's been a banner year for nighthawks. And um, Don Clark, who organizes the count in the Connecticut River Valley, I think they're up to 12,000. Am I getting that right? I think they're about to break uh, last year's record or the record from 2021 of migrating nighthawks. Uh, so that's been fun to see. And lots of ducks. You know, I, I often think of ducks coming through the state a little later, but there's been an interesting diversity of, of ducks uh, ducks around. And, uh, and I've been noticing some uh, fun species in Washington County, gadwall, blue-winged teal, green-winged teal, uh, wood duck. Hmm. So let's start with the, uh, the blue-green teal. Did I get that right? So blue wing and green wing teal. Okay. There, there should be a blue and green wing. Oh, okay, teal. so it's a there's a there's a blue one and there's a green one. Okay. Yeah, the blue winged and the green wing, and um, both migrate through Vermont, nest in small numbers um, in the state. And one of the you know one of the tricky things about ducks right now is that they're in eclipse plumage, so. Um, or most of them are. Have you noticed there haven't been many green-headed mallards around? Um, most of the ducks are in this um, quote-unquote winter plumage. For, for ducks, they call it eclipse plumage. And most uh, most ducks and most species will look very similar, like, like the female of the species. Uh, so it's a, a little tricky identifying some of these until they, um, until the males at least bolt into their their breeding plumage, which will happen uh, late in the fall. You know, often we see ducks in breeding plumage in the winter, but right now, um, between the, all the juveniles, the immatures out there, and the eclipse males, it's tricky to identify these ducks. Um, although it's a little easier in flight. Um, like the blue-winged teal and the green-winged teal, it's a good example. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the eclipse males and the females and the young you know, kind of look like a, a female mallard with, with some different, you know, subtle differences. But you see it in flight, like, whoa, there's no, no mistake in it. Blue-winged teal has this big sky-blue wing patch on the leading edge of the wing. So when you see that bird flying, that's, that's easy to identify. Uh, green-winged teal, which are small, have this really deep green speculum, the, that colorful patch on a duck's wing. Uh, you can see that when they fly. Uh, gadwall has a big white um, speculum, secondary or 
wing patch uh, when it flies. So a little easier this time of year when you see these ducks in flight. Mm. And um, when we see ducks, this particular duck, the teals, we're more likely to see them on um, ponds or lakes, or is this a is this a river duck? Or both? They're um, ponds, ponds and, and wetlands with um, with open water. Uh, I've been seeing them in a flooded cornfield. <laughs> so, uh, you, know, you know, you could see them on a, a larger water body, but tucked in on the edge near, you know, near the cattails and marshy, marshy bits of the pond. Um, they're dabblers, so they generally don't dive. So they tend to be in shallow water um, where they can find food on, on the bottom of the pond, or they may wander into the cornfield if it's a flooded cornfield and find um, weed seeds or other you know, grain to eat, that kind of thing. So, but generally avoiding rivers, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Talking about uh, ducks and the fall migration and the, the teals for the birds. Chip and Anson, September, which means uh, migration, t- uh, trees starting to um, turn. So uh, foliage is, am- is happening. Uh, many places to get uh, cider donuts or pumpkins and so forth. Um, we're in that season as well. So those early morning um, foggy days and it warms up. Um, kind of neat in September as we head into um, into October and we've been talking about the fall migration I talked about ducks and teals now we're going to move into some uh, a couple of warblers uh, working their way through the Green Mountains right now yeah you know at, at last week we talked about some of the warblers that are um, fairly easy to identify in the fall um, things like red star chestnut sided warbler um black-throated blue warbler but you know then there's some of those classic confusing fall warblers warblers that change so dramatically uh, they have people scratching their heads um so one of those yesterday uh that's the the black pole warbler uh, a very easy warbler uh, to, to identify during the nesting season especially the males you know they're usually just in um spruce fir forest at higher elevations or up or up in the northeast kingdom in vermont so their habitat is very distinctive um, and the males have that black cap and they have black and white streaky plumage um yellowish legs this time of year though they look so different they're they're i guess i wouldn't say drab but they are very overall muted in their colors and there's you no know, none of that black and white pattern at all mm. uh, it's more of a i don't know olivey color on the back and yellowish on the throat with some some vague um facial markings uh you know, just tricky birds and they look very similar to baby breasted warbler this time of year as well um you know, this is uh, this was a great example of Merlin. Uh, a lot of folks have the Merlin app on their phone now, and we heard a warbler chipping the other day, and it sounded like Blackpool, and, and Merlin agreed. That was cool. And then we we saw the bird, and like, oh yeah, definitely Blackpool. Um, but you know, had we just seen the bird or just heard the chip, we might have been you know not a hundred percent certain. It was nice to hear it and see it. Also, Merlin, you know, confirmed as well. Um, but a tricky bird. Um, 
bay-breasted corbett can be a little easier um that the lookalite species is if it's a male because they still have some of the bay that rufous reddish color on the flanks but the young ones don't have that the females don't have that so some of the warblers in the fall you know you just gotta let them go because like they're they're tough mm-hmm. um uh, on the other hand we saw black uh, black and white warbler and they look you know pretty much the same in the fall as they do in the spring that black and white streaky pattern uh, and acting like a nuthatch uh, foraging on the, the limbs of trees mm-hmm. I've been seeing um, and I always associate fall with it as the flickers seem to congregate yes. and, and uh, feast on the either on the lawn or, or in the fields but in, in decent numbers but it seems like the fall is kind of the year for the flicker which is a woodpecker yeah that I've been seeing a lot of those as well and um that's like, I, I remember identifying my first flicker a long time ago, and I, I love that bird because it's got like so many field marks to make ID easy. You know, spots on the breast, a big black bib, big red patch on the back of the head, a white rump, uh, yellow flight feathers that you can see when they fly. So it's like. You know, you gotta love the flicker. It's just, it, it tries to make it as easy as possible for, for birders <laughs> by then, giving like a, like the biggest assortment of field marks ever. And then when it flies, it says flicker, flicker, flicker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm gonna, yeah, you know, it has to make up for those confusing fall workers. So we're, we're thankful for the flicker. It's one of those birds that gets you into birding, I think. You know, it's like yeah. one of those birds, totally. like, yeah. You know, Kind of, kind of a lot of plumage, kind of neat looking, but uh, easy to identify. Well, look yeah. at the time. We have uh, we've reached our time where we have to uh, scoot out of here for uh, another weekend. Enjoy the uh, enjoy the fall uh, weekends and the fall days as we head into uh, October, and we'll do it again next weekend. Until then, I'm Anson Tebbets. I'm Chip Darstaff. Or the birds. Let's all sing like the birdies sing. Now you all know little